Dexter Stucky presents Industry Friends. Welcome to another edition of Industry Friends. I'm your host, Dexter Stuckey. I am joined in the building today by Dr. Akil Dix. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome. Glad to be here. So usually I start off every show with a personal story. We were introduced by a mutual friend because I said I wanted to do a show on bodybuilding. Uh, Dr. Kill is a bodybuilder, but he's also super accomplished in so many other different areas, too. He is he has a bachelor's degree, a bachelor's degree from Westchester University in biology, a master's degree from Westchester University in, in public. And he has a doctorate in education and organizational leadership from Wilmington University. He's also an IFBB Classic Physique Pro Bodybuilder and an assistant professor of health science at Lincoln University. That was, that was, a, that was a lot. That was a lot. And that you did was it. a lot. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dexter. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me on today. So, I, um, like I said, I start off with a personal story. Last season, I had uh, Silk Wilkins on the show, and he, and he talked about the owner of True Fit Gym, and he talked about uh, wanting to be a bodybuilder or thinking about that in his next like career path. And I'm like, huh, that's really interesting, and I should really look more into that. So this is why we brought you in. Now, I've heard of that name before. Too. And he went to Lincoln as well. Yeah. Yep. So because we don't have a personal story, I figured we would do something for myself and our listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So I came up with a game called... Okay, let's play. Yeah, called What About Your Friends? Because the show's industry friends, so I okay. figured. <laughs> okay, so... Raw my, and uncut. Yeah. So my first question is, would you prefer to do to be in a group chat with people or a one-on-one text conversation with someone? Oh, neither. Really? I'd rather talk. Like on the phone? On the phone. Okay. Need, they, my thoughts flow faster verbally. Yeah, yeah, And I don't want to wait for a reply. <laughs> so I'd rather go with the back and forth on the okay. phone. Okay. If you had to pick your ultimate cheat meal, what would that be? Um, Right now, everything. I want everything. I want everything right now. Macaroni and cheese, mm. cornbread stuff, string beans. She's making me like a red velvet cheesecake cake and an apple crumb cheesecake. <laughs> um, what else we have? Homemade cornbread, too. And gravy. You know, it's funny when you described that. When I wrote the question, I, I saw like The Rock. He would normally post like his cheat meals. And and like I see this stuff and I'm just like, it would take me a year to eat this stuff. No, I'm eating it all. But it, it's the same thing with you. But I guess it's because you guys are so active and everything that like you have the appetite for it. And then the final one, if you could do two truths and a lie, two things that are true about you and one thing that's a lie. And mm-hmm. I'll try to guess the lie. One, I'm an accomplished baker. Two. This is hard. Yeah, it is. Is there? I tried to do it to myself this in the is car. Difficult. And I was like, "This is actually very difficult." Um, I can swim. Okay, and I can sing. I'm gonna say that the lie is. I know what I want to say, but I don't want to be stereotypical. What is it? I want to say you don't know how to swim, but I feel like I feel like you can. I, I'm gonna say the bacon thing. You, you you're not an accomplished baker. That's the truth. That's that's really? the truth. I can't swim. Oh my gosh! See, I tried not to be stereotypical. Then I, 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 I lost. Typical black person. <laughs> I can't swim. If I can't, if first I go to my waist. Okay. Yeah, I'm about the same. Like I don't, I don't actually know if I know how to swim or not. It's just one of those things that I don't even bother to try anymore. I'm not afraid of water. Just like at this point, I'm 35 years old. There's no point in trying to learn now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going on any. Uh, I'm not going on the Titanic. So why bother? And they got lifeboats. Yeah. Invest. Yeah. <laughs> so the industry that you're in is is bodybuilding and, yes, and professional. Like what 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 do you guys call it? 
professional bodybuilder. Okay, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the industry that you're in. How did you get into that? Back in about 2008, I was at work. You know, we had work board on a computer, doing everything but work. And um, I was browsing the internet, and I saw this guy. He was like 60-something years old, and he was fit. And I'm just like, I, I, I want to look like that. And at this point, it's 2008. I was, what, 20-something years old, mm. like early 20s? And um, I said, I got to get in shape. So I went, that day, I left and went to um, join Bally's and got a personal trainer. And um, and ever since then, it's been it's been like the bug bit me. So I trained consistently for five years. And since 2013, uh, people always say, you know, you you got a rice physique. You should try to compete. I'm like, I'm not doing that. So then I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm going to do it. So I hired my first coach, which her name was Susan Davis. Mm-hmm. And I did my first um, men's physique in the Delaware, the Del Marva Classic in Delaware in 2013. And I took first. In your I first sh- competition? Mm-hmm. And then that was men's physique. And I explained different categories of bodybuilding as you move forward. And that was my first show in 2013. So I wanted to get bigger. Because mm-hmm. once you get, you just want to get bigger, bigger, bigger. And then I tried bodybuilding in 2014. I did my first bodybuilding show. I took first in novice and took fourth in the open. And then I did my second one. And a month later, I took second in the back of Baltimore Classic. And then in 2015, I did the AC Europa. I took first in that. In 2016, I didn't compete because at that point, I needed a break. Yeah. I just wanted, I was finishing my doctorate degree. I just wanted a break. So in 2017, I did the um, Connecticut Grand Prix, took first in my class. And then last year, in June 16, 2018, I went to Junior Nationals and earned my IFBB Pro card. Wow. And what does IFBB stand for? International Federation of Bodybuilding. Okay. Now, one thing that you said, well, a lot of things you said stuck out to me, but one of the things that you said initially is that your first coach was a female. Mm-hmm. Is that common? Um, Yeah, it's common. Okay. You, it's, not a, it's not a gender bias. Um, I like to go with people who are not as knowledgeable of body mechanics, mm-hmm. kinesiology, physiology, and, and diet, uh, nutrition. And she had that. Gotcha. And I worked with her for two, three shows. Mm-hmm. But she is like she couldn't. She felt that she couldn't get me to the level that she knew I could be. So then I went and started working with Fred Smalls. He's an IV pro from Delaware. Actually, he's still. I train with him still to this day. Okay. Um, I did one show with him, but I wanted something different. I wanted something different. So I then left Fred and started working with Dominic Mutaccio, and that's who my coach is now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dominic's all around him. He's a he's a. I call him the mad scientist. He understands food science to to the very nth degree, and he's very knowledgeable of body systems and body mechanics. And I wouldn't be an IFBB pro if it wasn't for him. Again, him and his training. Mm-hmm. Now, for you have a background in biology as mm-hmm. well. Do you think that plays a part into your like your skill set, or even like to to a certain degree? But I'm more of a researcher, okay, by nature. Um, not so much as in body mechanics okay. and physiology. Yeah. I'm more so of a scientist when it comes to looking up social things, socially things, health-wise, um, diseases, mm-hmm. and morbidity, mortality amongst African-American men. That's my lane, not so much as the exercise lane. Okay. Now, when you initially started to, like, what were you doing before you said, like, the job that you were working at before? Like, so what before, before I was, um, 
I was working in Philadelphia at a big public health firm. Okay. And I was doing uh, chronic disease management and working on tobacco control. And then I was also was doing writing curriculum for doctors, okay. nurses, and clinical practitioners. For, you know, if you're a clinical practitioner, you have to have CEU credits. Mm-hmm. I was writing those courses for them at that time. Okay. But um, I did that from, from 2008 into 2014. And then, but while you were doing that, you, that's when you kind of got interested in doing the bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. It's funny, too, because a lot of people would say, like, not even bodybuilding. They're just like, I want to get fit. And then they start to, like, work on their fitness and stuff like that. And then it's just like, okay, I'm going to fall off. I'm going to do this. So you took it to the next level. Yeah, because, you know, when I do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going all the way in. Um, all the way in. <laughs> I'm not going to do something half, you know what. If I'm going to commit to something, I'm going to commit to it. And even now... I'm I'm hard on myself because I I like to be successful. Yeah, and I don't I don't like to lose. I know how to lose. I don't like to lose. What's the lowest you've ever placed? Fourth. Four. Okay, that's out of like. It was a big class, and I, actually I took fourth to my coach now. Um, in that class, I, uh, it was about fifteen people. So when you say you don't like to lose, like you are serious about that, like you do yeah, not I'm, like I to like lose. To work, my, yeah. I work hard. That's good. Now, what's the discipline like? Like, what is the the, the training and like? You see what I you see yeah. this bag right here, guys. Just so you guys know, like when he came in, he has like a, a, like a bag, and I, it's crazy because I've seen there was one of the Real Housewives that was doing this, and I've seen an episode where she came like to dinner with her friends, and she had like a bag, and she's like, "I'm mm-hmm. not going to eat what you guys are eating. I'm eating mm-hmm. this kind of stuff." And then it's funny because when you walked in. You ha- Teresa Judice is her name. When you came in, you had the same thing. You had like a bag, and you have like your food like set in it. So like when you go out to dinners and and social events with your friends, like how do you handle this? Right now I'm in prep, so I have a show Saturday in Omaha, my Omaha Pro. So I don't even go out with my friends now. Okay. So for 20 weeks, I don't. I have like up until I'm about four or five weeks out from a show, mm-hmm. I get one day. A week where I can eat one, not not one day, one meal. Okay. A week I can eat whatever I want. Normally those days I just spend time with family. Yeah. But most of the time for twenty weeks I just crash it back everywhere. And there's like no alcohol and no. it's like really strict with it. No. Um. So for this show I always like to do it for like people who are interested in doing something or mm-hmm. people who are like maybe like on the cusp of doing it and I want them to know like what they're getting themselves into. So as far as like the discipline that you have to have, if you're not disciplined, don't do it. Okay. Were you able, were you, do you think you were disciplined before or was it just something? Yes, because I was, I was always an overachiever. Like, I, I wasn't, I hate, I, I, if I say, like I said, if I want to do something, I'm yeah. going to do it. And I was an overachiever. I'm so hard on myself. And people always call me, you're overachiever. You just want to always be the best. Yeah. If I'm not being the best, I won't be anything. <laughs> What's the point? And in this sport, it what pisses me off in this sport. People always think they could do it. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Okay. And everybody can do it until they get about a week out from a show. Mm-hmm. And then them calories get cut and you're depleted. You don't have carbs for, carbs for three or four days straight. And it yeah. gets hard. Yeah. I call this the modern day hazing. This sport oh, hazes because, you. Yeah. Like, this that. is not easy. And this one gets hard. You, you, I mean, you see people, they go through, it's a process we go through. And right now we're I'm in hell week. Yeah, I'm hurting. Like I told you, I gotta eat. Yeah, <laughs> I said if I don't eat, I'm I'm not gonna be the nicest person. Yeah, and it's it hurts. I'm I'm tired, and I leave here. I was up at five thirty this morning, five thirty in yeah. the gym by six, half hour cardio. Then I left, went to church, went back home, took care of, walked my dogs, 
packed my food up, <laughs> got here, and got me back in the gym in three hours. Wow. And so when you say like discipline, like that's real. Like that's you my really, day. Yeah. And like now, um, I work part time at the hospital because they had me get something, give me something to do. Cause I get stir crazy at home. So tomorrow I gotta be to work at eight thirty. And I, I'm sitting all day. I, I sit all day. I, I can see I'm why. I can see why you're not walking around. Um, but that's my day. So yeah. tomorrow morning, gotta be up at eight thirty. I'll get up at about five thirty six in the gym by six thirty. Back home by seven thirty. At the work, work by eight thirty. Back in the gym by seven o'clock tomorrow night, for an hour and a half. And the, and then when you go to the gym, is it just you on your own? Is I have no. I have a training partner. Word. I have to listen. I have to. I will be remiss if I didn't give my training partner training partner the most kudos, accolades, the pat on the back, the biggest uplift, put him on a pedestal. Mm-hmm. Ed Papiro. Um, his name is Steady underscore thirty three on Instagram. That's my training partner. I would not be the size I am today. I would not be the shape I am in today without him. He's an IFBB pro as well. He's mm-hmm. competing next week in Dallas, um, Europa. And with him, we push each other every day. Like yesterday, we we we're both a week out, so our energy is like, yeah, yeah. And you and it like we feed off each other. So like me listening to you, like I'm not doing this, so I can sympathize with you, but I don't understand. Whereas he actually understands he exactly understands. what you're going through. So when I'm through. irritable and I want to be asshole, yeah, I'm just like I don't feel like talking. He gets it, yeah, and he don't take it personal. Even though, even now, like my family gets it, my family because they've gets been it. around it. They've so been long. around it so long. Yeah. Like my mom, like last week, my sister was at my mom's house, um, and I'm big on family. Like I love my, I'm a mama's boy, tried yeah. and true. And I haven't seen my mom in like two weeks because they were on, they went to Disney World without me because I'm training for a show. I'm not going to Disney World in contest prep. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So her and my sisters and everybody went to Disney World, and I haven't seen my mom in two weeks. So I get to my mom's house, and my sister and her friends are there, and her friend keeps talking to me. You got to know. <laughs> you got to know. Like, I said, you know what? I said, with all due respect, I don't feel like talking. Yeah. And I was like, I don't mean to be a jerk. I don't feel like talking. I said, give me time. Yeah. I said, let my glycogen levels restore. Let me regroup, and I'll talk. I said, well, right now you ask me 10 questions. In a matter of five minutes, <laughs> and my mom was just like, "Girl, leave him alone." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mom, my sister, my sister was like, "I told you, you don't stop talking to him. Just let him be." Yeah. My dad was just like, "Just let him be. He'll come around. He's get the process right now. That's the part of the process where he does. You're irritable." Yeah. But like, mom, I had to admit, tell myself is I, they didn't ask for this. I I asked for this. Mm-hmm. This is me. So I can't. So I don't want to act out. So that's why I say to myself. But I'm going to. I had to see my mother. I haven't seen my mom in two weeks. <laughs> I haven't talked to her. I didn't expect you to be here. Like, so it's just like, yeah. that's my, like, my mom is like everything to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't I can see my mom. Plus, she cooked my food for me last week. So that's why I went up there, too. <laughs> now, you said that there's different levels to, uh, like, bodybuilding. What are those different levels? So in, in bodybuilding, in the men's, men's division, you have something called men's physique. Mm-hmm. You have classic physique, which I am, and you have bodybuilders. You have 212, and you have open bodybuilders. So I go, men's physique have a more taller, leaner, aesthetic, beachy, so round like, shoulder. But it's like natural, like how you're built? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm classic physique. I have a classic look. I'm, I have a 28-inch waist, um, 29-inch legs. Um, I have like a, a classical older bodybuilder build. Gotcha. Then you have 212. These guys are more... 
lot of two twelve bodybuilders are short. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't weigh more than two hundred twelve pounds on stage. Well, when they weigh in, when they have to weigh in less than two twelve, two twelve or less, or they can go on stage a little higher because once you carve up and fill out, you your weight. You're going up. to you're not yeah. Then we have open bodybuilding. These guys are monsters. Okay. They're like three hundred plus pounds, solid. Like beef, yeah. <laughs> I don't anything about it. I thought I wanted to get that big. I was gonna say, like, would you? No, right now I'm a classic IV classic physique pro. I'm okay right now, but I think next year we'll see where we're at after next this next weekend. And I'm gonna do another show shh, in November out in California. And after that, I think I may move up to 212. Okay, pack on like 25 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's it. But um, not like you're not trying to. Get I don't want to be like an open body. I don't want to be. Like that. I'm too short. Okay. And like in, in the off season, I get to like 210 pounds, and I feel it. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that weight on me, and it, it's it's it's. I breathe funny. I'm just like, because you're not used to it. It's it's just that one. I was I didn't notice it until I was at my mom's house one day, and I was like I was that heavy, and I felt her over top of me, and she was like, "You know, you stop breathing." Oh, seriously? I was like, I know I didn't say yes, you did. I'm like, I didn't realize it. I'm like, this, but yes, you got to because of the body, yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I love what I do. Um, it's it made me the man I am today mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of mental discipline. I have to be mentally disciplined with this. Also, it has helped me to. It gave my life structure. Okay. It gave me, sometimes it's a gift and a curse. Sometimes I'm too regimented mm-hmm. because it's like I told you my day goes. is everything's boom, 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 boom. And if I'm so OCD, if I, if I deviate, I get irritable. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not on schedule. Yeah, and, it, and like it what you're supposed to be like, You yeah. said 12 o'clock. I'm here 11. I'm here, I'm here on time. Yeah. It'd be early, it'd be early to be on time. So if someone tells me 12 o'clock, I, I'm, I, we, don't, we start at 12. Yeah. We don't we don't walk in at 12. Right, right, right. You know, and that's, that's, a, that's a black people thing. Yeah. We we never on time for anything. <laughs> and it's just like, no, like, I, I, I'm on a time crunch. Because mm-hmm. I want to be in bed by 9 o'clock tonight. Makes sense. Now, you do two shows a, a year? Yeah, no more than two. Okay. Like, first of all, I like to have a life. And when you're competing, you really can't have a life. I can, I see. Um, so I like to have a life. So I do two shows a year. I may do a show in the, in the early summer and the end of the fall, early, early, end of the fall. Um, beginning of winter. Okay. Um, and that's it. That's it. And any more, because if you did more than that, like you said, not only would you not have a life, but then you're like consistently in that like, yeah, your, that bubble. Your, then your body begins to rebound. Okay. And your body begins to reject and your body won't respond. Like people who do like shows back to back to back to back to back to back to back, their body eventually begins to decline. Because mm-hmm. like they're this, pushing themselves a lot. Yeah, and this extreme dieting and stuff like that, your body can't take that for so long. Okay. It's not healthy. Well, you said you you don't think it's healthy. It's not. It's not doing five six shows a year. Oh, gotcha. Okay, but like if you keep it like to like the two or something two like or that, three minimum. You max can is fine. Okay, more than that. Mm-mm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. Because you're so depleted, like you're you're it's like you, your body you're sucking. Like today, what was it Sunday? Say Sunday. Mm-hmm. Didn't get my days mixed up. By Tuesday, I look like a different person. Because of the training and everything, and the depletion I'm going through right now. Wow, I'm sucking all the glycogen out of my body. Like you can, I can feel it now. But by Tuesday, my face would be like fucking. Wow, I'm drinking two gallons of water a day. Yeah, two gallons to drink all to dehydrate my body to dry to my keep body it. Out. Yeah, yeah. I'm drying my, my body out, so my skin would be like leather. 
Is that why, like, sometimes you'll see the bodybuilders and they look like it? Like, they'll look like... Skin real tight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no water on their skin. Okay. And I'm freezing cold right now. Why is that? Though I'm sweating. I have no body fat. It's cold. It's freezing. Wow. But I'm sweating. <laughs> but I'm cold. Yeah. Wow. It's it's crazy. It's, 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 it is fascinating, though. Like, I think it's a fascinating thing to do. I think it's really cool that you're doing it, and I think it's great that you're even willing to teach other people about it. And, like, not necessarily the dangers of it, but also the things that you say, like, like warning, like like you said before, like you shouldn't be doing five and six shows a year, mm-hmm. a year, and if you are, then like you might be pushing yourself too much, or even making sure you get enough water in your system. And I think this goes for people who are not even bodybuilding, like get enough water in your system. Now, yeah, you d- yeah. you do, you do have to hydrate yourself, but drinking two gallons of water, that's a lot. Yeah, but you have to but in I order ha- to. I have to, I have to drink this much water. The dehydrate one. So I st- I drink I drink two yesterday, I drink two today. I drink two tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Then I start titrating back. And then I won't drink no water for like two days. Okay. Now, when you started to transition into this and your family started to see like the change, family, friends, start seeing the, like the changes in your bodies, what were, what were the, like, what did they say to you? Like, what was their reaction? They were fascinated. Okay. Like, my family, I, like, I, I get emotional talking about my mom and my sisters um, because they're like my everything. Yeah. They've always been supportive of everything I do from. Anything I've done, my mom, my sister, have been like right there. Okay, they never missed a show. Um, they couldn't make a show. They was like, I need you someone that's Facetime me, and so I can be there. So I can watch it, yeah. So it was just like, and then I'm on my pro card last year. My mom was like the happiest. She's more happy than me. What does that mean, the pro card? I turned. I became a professional. Okay. And um, they were all there. My sister, my sisters, my stepfather, my friends had flown out, mm-hmm. and because I was not the athletic person growing up. Okay. And so to say, my sister tell you, like, to, for me to be a professional athlete, I never they, thought they didn't see it coming. Hell yeah. no, <laughs> hell no. So my mom was just like, she was so happy because she's seen like the process mm-hmm. and everything I've been through and the struggle and the anguish, yeah, and the being tired, and she's seen it and to see it all pay off, it's rewarding. So I mm-hmm. want to go out there next week and kick ass because I want to bring, I want to qualify for the Olympia. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm like you say, speak it as if it already. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And like the pastor preached today, he was just like, you know, trust God. Um, and it's so funny. I'm, I don't want to mean to go on on a tangent, but last week I was in my head. Mm-hmm. I got sick, and we, at this close to a show, you don't want to get sick. Right, right, right. And I felt like I, my body, I was retaining water. So I was fluffy. I went from being hard mm-hmm. like, like this to being fluffy. Cause anybody, anybody else, I was taking, and I, I and I was laying there in bed. So I finally, my body was starting to get the water out and everything like that. And I started, my body started returning to where where I wanted to be. And um, I'm laying there in bed, and I God started speaking to me, and He was just like, "It's it's yours." Mm-hmm. Um, He said, "You know, it's yours, and your time is now." Okay. And it's so. And let me tell you how God works. And sometimes He speaks to other people to speak to you. Mm-hmm. I got a DM from a young lady. We don't. We we speak now and then. I may see her out in the circuit. Yeah, we had a show or something like that. She DM me. She DM me, and said, "It's already yours." Sign God. Like the same thing. Yeah, the same thing. That gave me reassurance. And a lot of people don't believe in those signs, but I'm like a firm believer in that sign. kind of stuff. Absolutely. Like, I, she didn't know. She didn't know. She did. She she didn't know. That I was 
God just spoke to me mm-hmm. and, 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 and I was in my head. Yeah. She was just like, this is on my heart. I need to send it to you. Yeah. And it said, it's already yours. Sign God. So I know next week, no matter what happens, God's got me. Yeah. And if it's in his plan, it, it is, it, it's going to happen. And they always say, speak it mm-hmm. as if it already exists. So even last year, for our on my pro card, I, I wrote myself an affirmation. I spoke it, and it came into pass. Well, and I did the same thing today. So I know that my season is here. Okay, and I gotta walk into it. And and but one thing with me is I always want to see other people succeed. So if I'm somewhere. I want to bring you with me, okay? Because I don't want to. I don't want my work to be in vain. Because we we have to lift as we climb mm-hmm. and help others out. So if you see someone trying to get to where you where you're at, mm-hmm. you bring them with you. You can't bring everybody with you on the ride. True. That that's just not going to happen. Like it, it's so funny because I um one of the young kids at the gym, I saw something in him, mm-hmm. and I really don't. When I'm in the gym training my training partner. It's just like. Let's get the yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I don't have time to talk to nobody. Don't talk to me. See me after my session's over. But it was something about Jabron. I, I saw something in this young man that I didn't see anybody. And that his, it was his work ethic. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he was consistent. He's 22 years, 21 years old, but he's consistent. How many 21-year-olds you know that's consistent? No, I wasn't. Don't drink. Yeah. He doesn't drink at all. Goes to work every day. Take care of himself and goes to school. Mm-hmm. But he consi- never misses a workout. And I was just like, and something said to me, let him work out with y'all. And we, people ask us to work, train with us all the time. I'm like, no. Yeah. You're not training with us. Yeah. I, we, we're not training with us. Yeah, no. But with him, I said, you know what? I don't let him train with us. Mm-hmm. He's, at, he's at every session. And we train hard. We train heavy. We, we, with, with, with so much, we trained us insane. Yeah. And he never gives up. He tries to push the same way we push, and, and is he, he is he trying to go into like he wants he wants or? yeah he wants to okay. compete too. His he has a show July third July thirteenth. Okay, and but he 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 never he just try. I like his work 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 ethic, and like now he's a Muslim, so he's going through Ramadan, mm. and he's still there working out. And we on low carbs. He has no food, and he's there. He's in there training. So I see I see I see a gift in him. Mm-hmm. So if I can mold and nurture that gift, I'm gonna do it. Okay. And that's why I was like, whatever he needs, I'm a, I'm a helping because I know that he has a gift if he remains consistent. I like that. It's funny you say that, too, because it's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do the show in the first place, because I feel like there's so many people in different industries that like they're doing it, they're excelling in it, they're good at it, but they have that. They don't help other people do it. They that's don't. selfish. Yeah. And, like, I know when I was coming up, like, I, I didn't have anybody to say, like, Dexter, this is what you should be doing. Try this. Try that. Like, I had to figure it all up on my own, and I just don't want other people to fall into that same, mm-hmm. uh, not trap, but like, kind of like an issue that I fell into. Yeah, because even now, mm-hmm. right, even now, I'm a professor. I'm a tenure-track professor mm-hmm. at 30, I've been on tenure-track since I second year, second year in Lincoln. Okay. Okay, I'll be up for tenure next year. Which is relatively young. Yeah. And people ask me, all the, I'm not your stereotypical professor. People see me and just like, you got all these tattoos, these muscles. Oh, you're not intelligent. And then I got to 
I gotta check you. You gotta pull the cards. I gotta pull the cards. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm Dr. Akira Rashad Dix. Yada, 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 yada. And, but people think, people always get this miscon- misconception, which I love. Yeah. I was gonna say, how do you feel about that? I love it. I love proving people wrong because I feel like at times we, we judge people, even though we don't intentionally do it. Mm-hmm. We, we're always judging somebody mm-hmm. no matter what. We, we subconsciously judge people. Absolutely. Now, sometimes we don't verbalize it all the time, but in our heads, mm-hmm. we're judging somebody. And people, see, like, even my colleagues see me. A, they think I'm a student. First of all, well, that's a good thing. Which is a good thing. <laughs> but then they think like, "Wow, I'm one of the youngest youngest faculty members at the university." Youngest makes sense. Okay, and I've been there since I was 31 years old. Gotcha. It's one thing to look at me and say like, "Oh, you're a student physically." Like I get that, but just don't treat me like that. Oh, I'm respected. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that's one because now one thing I learned: respect isn't given; it's earned. Yeah, you have to earn it. And them seasoned faculty members at Lincoln University, you have to earn that. Yeah, I guess so. Sometimes you gotta you gotta check them too. As you know, like wait, wait a minute, you ain't been here for thirty five, <laughs> forty years, but this is not going to work. And you, we, we're going to respect each other. We have to work together. That's fair. Yeah. And and once you do that, you never have a problem. Okay. Because what I learned in life is you have to show people how to treat you. If you let anybody treat you any kind of way. They're gonna treat you any kind of way. Which is which fair, Absolutely you, you, not. You've earned that basically. You're not first of all, exactly. I earn my stripes, my bars and my hood, my robe, just like you. Mm-hmm. The only thing you got on me is time. Because you're older than me. Because you're older. <laughs> yeah. But we went through the same process. I have my little funny hat with the gold t- tassel, <laughs> and I got three bars in my hood on mm-hmm. my robe. So there's no difference. That's really. no difference. Yeah. All you have is time, and that because you're older. And sometimes, some, I, and I can something you can learn from me too, as well as I can learn from you. Absolutely. But um, I apply all these principles to my life, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's in the gym, and um, it's it's it, it has helped me grow as a man, helped me grow as a person, and I just know that something big is about to happen in my life. I can feel it too. And, it's um, weird, like when you were discussing it. it it's odd because like just the like the way you speak like I'm like I'm inspired by it like and I'm not even trying to be a bodybuilder but I'm really inspired by it and I'm also like like it's like active li- active listening you know what I mean like it's not even like you're just talking or whatever like I I hear what you're saying and I and I can appreciate it and like apply it to my life as well and that's my that's my and that's been as been a a professor I'm more than that mm-hmm. Because some days I don't know if I'm I'm from Doctor Akil Rashad Dix the professor, or Doctor Akil Rashad Dix the clinical counselor, <laughs> or uh, or or kill the, the the big brother, yeah, or Uncle Kill some days, or sometimes I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dad some days, and that's one thing about the HBCU is that you wear all those different hats. You're not just a faculty member. Mm-hmm. I went to a PWI. You're just a number. You know, I was going to ask you, like, if there, if you saw any differences between the two. Absolutely. And it's funny, too, because, like, I know four or five people who went to Westchester as undergrad, and they also went for their master's program as well. And I'm like, either they have an amazing master's program or, like, the school's, like, amazing or whatever, or people just are really, like, you know, like, drawn to that school. So when it's, I saw that with it's, you. It's cost. Yeah. I, went, I got my master's for free. Okay. Because I, was, I wasn't paying for it. 
Now, my so my whole focus on this with this uh, show is to talk about bodybuilding, but I do want to get into a little bit about how you got into education as well. God places you in, in certain places at the right time. Mom always said you'll be a teacher one day. I was like twelve. Yeah, because I, like, mm, I, I wanted to be I wanted to be a pediatrician. Okay, and um, my mom was like, mm, mm, you'll be a teacher, and I was like, okay, whatever. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Mom, moms always know. Trust me. Moms know everything. And um, I, I, uh, it, it happened. I got a phone call from the chair of my dissertation committee. And she is a full professor at Westchester. She was just like, we need you. And I was just like, okay. I said to teach one class in the evening. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, we want you full time. I said, first thing I said is, what's the salary? <laughs> and she said, she said, I gotta figure it out. I said, she I said, that? I said, that's like thirty thousand dollars less than I'm making now. And um so I talked to my parents, talked to my mentor, and he said, God's gonna provide. All your needs will be met. Mm-hmm. You won't. No need will be not and met. And sometimes you need that, though. Like, you need that that second, like, that push or that encouragement. No need will not be met. And let me tell you something. I gave my resignation letter. I left almost an 80 sometimes a year job. Wow. For a significant Yeah. Year. You know. You saw that. I saw that hit, too. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know something? A bill was never late. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had more. I'm sure, yeah, because you've changed, like, things. Like, your, I had your life more. changed. Yeah. I had more. I was like, wow. I was like, this is amazing. So, and so I think in bodybuilding has helped me become more structured mm-hmm. because things that you want to do and you can't do. And um, it, it has made me more vigilant in my, in my path. And I, and I, and I, I don't know personal, I, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I've made mistakes. I've hurt people. But at the end of the day, I can't, let that I can't let my past dictate my future. For sure. Because if we do, we'll forever be stuck in this of uh, this this sand lot, this quicksand. Mm-hmm. And we will never move. So if you when you ask God to forgive you, you gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. And And you listen to it. Listen. I think that's great that you do that. And I know like it's so funny when and I, I don't want I'm not I'm not here to preach to you, but I, when I was disobedient, I almost lost my life. When God said to me, "Don't do something," I did that. Mm-hmm. I did. I almost got killed. Wow! In a bad car accident, and that just reaffirmed to me that God is real. Yeah, because He He keep kept me. He kept me alive. Mm-hmm. But look at that car. I shouldn't have been alive. Right, right. But had I been obedient to His command, I would not have almost lost my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that. I know that for a fact. That's why, like, now, if I get these moments of conviction, I'm like, mm-mm, no, 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 Yeah, no. yeah. This is real. So, and um, I just, and I, I tell anybody, if you want something bad enough, you got to work hard for it. Mm-hmm. This ain't easy. This isn't easy. I don't want to have to train twice a day. <laughs> I want to come home too soon on the couch and eat. <laughs> yeah, watch TV. And watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be drained, like, that's so why I said to you, I can't walk up steps. Yeah. And I was like, I hope you don't think I'm being a jerk, but I can't walk these steps. <laughs> I don't want to have to wear this waist trainer all day. 
are you wearing a race right now? Okay. They keep my keep they keep me tight. Yes. Barely can breathe. But you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, and also, like, I, just looking at you, you wouldn't know. Like, you wouldn't know that you're doing yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, disguise it very well. And what you're putting yourself through, too, as because well. Because you know what? Like I said before, I asked for this. Yeah. So I can't transpose the way I feel upon everybody else. That's why I was like, that's why I was like, today I was like, I don't fight doing this interview today. But I committed. But, I, but my word is my bond. Yeah. That's all I have is my word as a man. If I tell somebody I'm going to do something, no matter how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I tell them to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Because... That's integrity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to jeopardize my integrity for something that because I'm tired. Yeah. I told you I'd do it. I'm tired, but I was like, I'm going to, as I'm drinking this, I'm going to drink this water and I'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> but um, I just, I appreciate the journey that life has given me in bodybuilding, professionally and personally. Mm hmm. It has all molded me into a better person. I'm a I'm a much different Dr. Akira Shad Dix today than I was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Certain things that I've dealt with a couple years ago, I wouldn't fathom the thought of dealing with it now. Okay. Um, certain people that I associated with a couple years ago, I don't want to see them right now mm-hmm. because I believe that we had to clean out the clean out the closet mm-hmm. and give away old stuff. Yeah. And sometimes you are like preaching of, today. Dispose of things, <laughs> yeah, and certain things and people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are good for you for a season, yeah. And when that season passes, like you gotta let it go, yeah. Go to the summer's coming. That was your winter season. Mm-hmm. It's time to walk into spring and summer. Don't you can't go back to winter. And and I will learn that, and I thank God for allowing me to, to, to the way He's working in my life. And giving me the the being a vessel to motivate not only in the classroom, but even on a professional bodybuilding circuit. Yeah. Even it's just like now I go places that I'm like I'm recognized and I'm just like what? Like how do you know who I like, am? How do you know yeah. I am? <laughs> I haven't even done a pro show yet. Yeah, how yeah, you know yeah. who I am? And this is your first pro show. This is my first my pro oh, debut. That's exciting. It's very exciting. And I was kind of nervous. I'm, I'm, I'm like, no one thing about me. This is crazy as it may seem. I'm more comfortable in a room for a thousand people than I'm in a room with one person watching. Really? When I'm on that stage, yeah, yeah. No, no one's there but me. Because you don't see them, really. Yeah. But some people hate. We get like, <gasps> but me, mm-mm. I can put. I'd rather perform in a room for a thousand people mm-hmm. and speak and do things for uh, than one person. That's all right. I, they, they I, I can perform as if no one is in there. Yeah, yeah. Because and truthfully, when you're when it's a bunch of people in there, it's so many people, and it's the, for me in my experience of like acting and stuff, like you don't really notice anybody because it's just. Now, what I do you know what's so funny when I'm in a room when I'm on a stage, I only hear certain people. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I can't. It's just that, like when I was out, when I competed last year for my pro card mm-hmm. in the room. I only, I only heard like four people. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, I heard you my, recognize their I voices. Heard my coach. Yeah. Because he always sits to the right to the right of me. I heard my mom and my sister mm-hmm. in the back. Everyone else? Silence. I couldn't hear. I was like, I heard y'all. He said, how you hear all the people in that screen? <laughs> I heard y'all. Yeah, I know. I heard what I needed to hear. So, yeah. So, it's just like, you know, I, um, I'm I'm ready. I'm ner- I'm not nervous anymore um, because I know I'm bringing my best version of me yeah. next week. Um, Nervous, that's out the window. Mm-hmm. All I gotta do now is go out there and just do it, okay, and, and and just present the best package, and hopefully, 
Lord willing, I'm blessed, and it's in his plan that I'll walk away victorious and head to Vegas in September. Good luck. Like I'm excited, excited about it. Even if I don't, yeah. I want to, but this is an amazing experience. Some I, people yeah. don't even get this experience. That's true. That I have. That's why I can't. People who are even in your industry don't, don't even, even get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Some people fight. My coach is one of them. He's going to be his whole life and has not got his pro card yet. Wow. Yep. So I'm I'm blessed. I'm I'm blessed regardless. So I know that my blessing. I have a greater blessings coming. So I know once I get blessed again, I have to. It's it's another assignment that I have to complete. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm ready for the assignment. So next week I know I have, I'll have another assignment on my life. There's things I want to do in the industry. You know, I'm thinking about. I'm working on. I was gonna say like, what's next? Yeah, for you? what's next? Um, this industry is not. It's not money in the industry. You have to brand. You have to brand yourself in a certain way. So you know, I'm working on where I, I want to start these protein um, candy bars. Mm-hmm. Not the stereotype. I don't. Not the ones you see in the store. I, I have my flavors. I have a food scientist I'm working with. So hopefully by next year we'll have the prototypes and some of those samples yeah. out. And uh, I want to. I want to stay in like that the food side of the mm-hmm. industry. And also I'm working on um, pros and pros and suits. What's the like the strong people on stage? Okay. Because right now they're so expensive, but I want quality. But I don't want I don't want them as expensive as they are. What's the price range that they would normally run now? I have a pair right here. I have a pair here actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna take a guess. I want you to guess how much these cost me. Guys, just so you know, he's pulling out the the suit currently, and I'm gonna guess the price, like how much I think they take a guess at how much these which are underwear essentially cost. Uh, five hundred. No. Oh, they're they're okay. So these are these are posing trunks. Posing trunks. Okay, I would say three hundred. No, what? That's not it. That's that's ridiculously expensive. Well, the, this this is this a piece of fa- that's not even yard of fabric. The reason I said it is because like I like I watch wrestling, so I the see girls like them and, and the females like, ones are that expensive. Okay, I'm talking about for guys. Like maybe a hundred. No, those are fifty dollars. Oh, really? Yes, that's expensive. For, I I think so too. Yeah. For, a half a yard of fabric, and and essentially, like you said, underwear. There's no like, there's it's nothing underwear. special. There's nothing nothing like special. designed. Yeah. Only thing there, I got the shiny ones. That's the only thing that's special about about these. Does that look better on stage? Because of the light. Yeah. Yeah, the light. They look better on stage. But I want to make these for these twenty five. Okay. Half the price. It's crazy that nobody started that yet. They sell them. Everybody, a lot of people sell them, but they're so expensive. I'm but like, I mean, like a, a cost-effective one. Yeah, like I want cost-effective. It's crazy quality, nobody else is like. And all you think about is you think about you think about, it's all about production costs mm-hmm. and supply and demand. Finally, uh, the one question I always ask everybody um, is for a puzzle piece. Now, I feel like personally that you've dropped so many gems today, and I know somebody's going to get something out of this. I know that I did. But if you had to give us like your puzzle pieces, when I say that, let's like. I feel like everybody's connected in some type of way, different mm-hmm. industries and everything, like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And we put these different pieces together and we connect. And I feel like that's the way the the world moves forward. Got you. So if you had to pick your puzzle piece, a quote, a mantra, piece of advice to stick on the wall of the puzzle of life, what would you say? Um, All I would say is don't quit. Okay. Don't quit. You regret. When you quit, you will regret it in the end. You may not regret it the next day next hour next year but at the end of the long term you'll you'll, you'll regret quitting yeah never ever give up never no matter how hard it is never quit if i quit i wouldn't be where i'm at today yeah i would shit sometimes i want to quit right now 
I want to go right now and go to Sardi's and get a chick, a half a chicken, and some yuca fries right now. <laughs> but that's quitting. That would be quitting, yeah. That's quitting. I'm too close. Yeah. I, I can see like the finish line, but don't quit. Okay. Um, because someone's always watching. And you may not notice it, but someone is always watching. Mm-hmm. Always. And in, in, in the industry I'm in, either in the classroom or in that gym, professionally as a bodybuilder, someone's watching everything that I do. Yeah. And speaking of watching, uh, finally, where can people find you, like on social? I can be found on social media, particularly Instagram, at D-R-Q-E-E-L underscore I-F-B-B pro. That's D-R-Q-E-E-L underscore I-F-B-B pro. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of Industry Friends. Thank you, Dr. Akil Dix, for coming in today. You're more than welcome, Good sir. luck in your competitions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Industry Friends. I am the host, Dexter Stuckey. If you liked what you heard, do me a favor and rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Review the show. Repost the show. Please tell your friends about it. I really appreciate it. Industry Friends, your audio foot in the door. Industry Friends. Friends.